This day, as we've noted already, is All Saints Day. And All Saints Day is an interesting one uh, in that there's a tension that we walk through. See, because we celebrate our loved ones that have gone before us who stand at the throne of God, as we hear in the Revelation text, right? Those standing before the throne of the Lamb, praising and singing. Yet, we don't fully know what that looks like what that sounds like exactly. I mean, we get glimpses of it in that revelation to John as he tries to express as best as possible in human words, you know, what that heavenly scene looks like and sounds like and feels like. And so we sit on this side wondering a little bit. Wondering what it is exactly those who have died in faith are doing and wondering what that means for us now in this place. See, because we know all those promises are true. All those promises that Christ has made on our behalf. All those promises to be in his presence on the day that he comes back or when he calls us home. We know those promises to be absolutely certain and true as his name was placed upon us in baptism. As his righteousness is given to us. As we are called saints. Yet we struggle because we also know we're sinners continually in need of forgiveness that's why we start the church off the church service off with confession and absolution as we lay before god all the things that separate us from him and we receive his words of forgiveness through his son jesus and so we get little glimpses and one of the best ways that i can think of explaining it and if we have the image of a mountain in there we may not i'm not exactly sure but if we have an image there, there we go. Have you ever stood at a lake and seen something like this? Now, if you didn't have the top half of that picture, you'd still have a pretty good idea of what that mountain looked like, right? If somebody were to ask you about it, you could tell them where the snow line was at. You could tell them where the trees started at the bottom. If you were really good at math and knew your numbers, you could probably even give an estimate of the height of it, maybe the width of it but you'd really have to know a lot to be able to do that. But nonetheless, you could give them a pretty good idea of what that mountain looked like. Yet if I asked you to go climb it, you'd probably have some trouble considering it's a reflection on water, right? You wouldn't go climb that particular mountain. You wouldn't go experience all that that mountain has to have in that little reflection of it, but you'd have somewhat of a basic idea of what it were to look like. You could see the beauty of it, but maybe not walk fully in it. It's a little bit of what the mountain is like, right? Now, those that had climbed the mountain in the back, those that had been on that mountain in the background of it, those who had actually stepped foot on that mountain would be able to tell you what the ground felt like what the temperature was like, where the wind started blowing, where it started to get hard to breathe because of the elevation. They could tell you details about that mountain that you would never be able to know simply by looking at the reflection of it. So what's all this have to do with All Saints Day? See, we live life right now in that reflection of heaven and God revealed in Christ. 
And so there's a lot of realness that we are able to hold on to as Christ revealed the Father to us in his word and in his presence and in his forgiveness and in his love. And we know a lot of that realness and we experience much of that realness, yet we don't know what it would be like to not suffer, to not have tears, to not struggle with sickness, to not struggle with adversity, to not struggle with all of the things that weigh us down, that turn our eyes off of God and get us focused upon ourselves. You see, those are the things that we deal with day in and day out. And so we long for that day where we get to experience the realness of heaven. When we get to experience the realness of what it means to stand before the throne of God, set aside for his purposes, praising continually, feasting continually on the love that God has for his creation as he is present with his creation once again, that day will be like no day you have ever fully experienced. And so we long for that day, and we we hear how the saints are set aside before the throne of the Lamb, set aside to praise, set aside to worship. And we see how, though they came with their robes, those robes didn't matter so much because their robes were washed in the blood of the Lamb to be made white. Their identity, who they were, their names, their their self of who God created them to be was still there, but now it was completely wrapped in Christ's righteousness, in Christ's forgiveness, as God made them holy to set them apart for that purpose, that purpose of praising, that purpose of being in the midst of that community around the, the throne of the Lamb. And so sometimes we wonder, What's my purpose now? If that's the purpose then, if that's the purpose in heaven, if that's the purpose once God comes back, then God, hurry up. Because what we walk through now is hard. And we miss our purpose or don't see our purpose sometimes, again, as the struggles and the situations in life and the sicknesses tear our eyes off of God and put them on ourselves. And we start to wonder, why do I have to deal with all these things every day? Why do I have to walk around and see the brokenness of this world? Why do we have to see people hungry on the sides of the street? Why does all this go on? See, but we're walking in that reflection still. As real as everything is, when Christ comes back, that realness of the full community of the saints altogether will be something amazing. But in this time, we still have purpose. We still have purpose as we are washed in that blood of the Lamb in our baptism, as we are called saints by God, as we are sent with the Holy Spirit to speak His Word into a world that needs to hear it. And so we are thankful for the saints that have gone on before. But now as we walk, we need to remember the community of the saints that are here. And the community of the saints at other churches. Because as we say in the creed, we believe in the one Christian church, you know, the holy Christian church, the community of saints. It means all of those baptized in Christ's name. Yes, those that have gone on before and we're going to read their names from within our congregation. But it also means you. 
Because you are part of that community of saints. You are in that family. You are in that body of Christ as he has washed you clean, as he has washed your robes and made them white, and as he puts his name upon you. And so you walk with his righteousness and you walk with his forgiveness. Because baptized into his name, you are one of his saints which he has accomplished for you, which he has taken upon himself so that as you walk around and see a broken world around you, you know that it's not the fullness of what things are. You know that it's not the final reality of things. In the same way that you look at a reflection of a mountain upon a lake, you know that that mountain is there. Heaven is there and heaven is not just simply going to be separate but heaven is going to be a reality as god brings heaven and earth back together as god stands upon his creation once again and removes all the brokenness from it so that the only thing that remains is his presence and care for his creation as he lives in that relationship with his creation as we stand before that throne of the lamb yet that day is not yet we long for that day and we wait for that day but we get to see another little glimpse and it's around this table this throne and i want you guys to see something and imagine okay as we were looking at the lake in the reflection we have another thing to think about this table does not look like that table i know you all wish it did Especially if services start to get long and you say, that looks really good. I'm hungry for that, right? This table is a reflection of that table. This table is where this community of saints comes together with the community of saints that have gone on before, where the full feast before God, the full feast of the community of the saints is enjoyed where it's not a meager wafer and a little bit of wine, but it's a full meal, fully satiated on all that God has to give for his people. Last year, uh, there was a moment around this time of year where we had a family with us. The goings were with us. And it was December last year that, um, depending on who you know of the goings, it was grandma or mom. You know, Jackie Bush, uh, who had gone to be with our Lord. And that's a hard thing to walk through for a child that loses their parent. And so she had walked through that, and it was just a couple of months later while their family was still here, and I heard these words from her as she was consoling another who had lost their parent. She said, hey, right on the other side of that table... It's your dad. It's where my mom is at, waiting. And not just waiting, but enjoying. Enjoying the presence of the Lord as they stand before the throne of God. Enjoying the full feast of the Lamb as they stand there. And when we commune here, we commune with them. That full community of the saints. A full community before God. A full community claimed by Christ in his death and in his resurrection. And it's in that community that we walk now 
And it's in that community that we long to walk in the future. Knowing the realness of what God promises, knowing the reality of what Christ will bring, and knowing what he gives now in this time as we enjoy the praise and worship that we get to give before God, knowing of what all he has given to us. Because he doesn't come based upon our praise, but he gives as a gracious God. And we praise and thank him for that. Those words from 1 John resound as we read through them. And I loved hearing them in the epistle today. What manner of love does God have for us? That we should be called children of God. And so we are. Amen. Would you please pray with me? Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you for the community that you call together by your Holy Spirit. As we walk in these days now, longing to walk with you in the resurrection. We pray that you give us courage to speak your word, that all would come to know the knowledge of the truth of your son Jesus and his sacrifice and his life for us. Be with us in this day. Guide us as we go. Fill our hearts with your words and your love that all around that you bring into our lives would hear of you. In your son Jesus' name and by your spirit. Amen.